What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to episode 10. Bonafide Moto Show. I'm trying out another new audio method today. Um, so let me know if you guys can hear me. Someone please drop a thumbs up if you can hear okay. Um, I've been battling to to hear properly, so let's see if this works. Um, so yeah, episode 10, hey? How about it? Uh, four week, this is going into week four of the Moto Show. Um, I'm having a, sorry all the fumbling around here. Um, I'm having a lot of fun um, judging by all the comments from everyone and all the messages I've been getting. Everyone else is enjoying it as well. Um, it looks like this audio might not work. It's a bit, uh, it's not working, eh? Um, I'll see how long this lasts. Um, yeah, so episode 10. Uh, I don't know who watched Friday night's episode uh, with Kingsley Holgate, but um, I think there's probably some screenshots of me out there just like this. Just, uh, I was amazed by his stories. Um, I felt like I could sit around the campfire and chat to him for hours. Um, great guy. Um, so, oh, my helmet's not strapped up. Um, so tonight, We've got uh, Ozzy from Travel Designer. He's a good buddy of ours in Cape Town. Um, can everyone, everyone can hear me? I think that's, think that's a, a good sign. Um, he's a good buddy of ours in Cape Town. Uh, we've seen a lot of his work through the years. Um, he does some really amazing uh, experiences and trips for, for people in the Cape Town area. Um, he's, it's, it's so funny. Um, Kingsley on Friday night has a massive beard, and um, uh, and then tonight Ozzy has a massive beard as well. So quite a little beard theme going on here. Um, later in this week we have um, uh, Wednesday night coming up. We've got um, Niels Peter Jensen from Helmets for India. Um, he's a TV show host, a professional racer does some flat track riding, um, but what I'm most curious about is his helmets for India. He's got a love for India and does a, um, a project there where he gives out helmets to kids. There's lots and lots of people there who ride motorcycles every day and do not wear helmets. So it's a really cool initiative that he does. Um, and then on Friday nights, we've got a special treat for you. We've got Andy Lund uh, from Cape Town who I'm going to interview him for a bit, want to find out some things about him, and then he's going to do a live show for us. So um, if you've ever been to the House of Machines um, on a Friday night or any night, you've probably seen him there playing. Um, he's a great guy and should be a lot of fun. So um, great week coming up. Um, and then I think after that, we do have another full week of shows, and, um, and then we'll see what happens after lockdown. Um, starting with Kingsley Holgate, we did uh, record that show, so that will be a podcast that's available on iTunes or Apple, iTunes, I don't know, um, Apple, uh, the, the podcast app, you can click on that. Um, so our shows moving forward will be available um, as a podcast because with the Instagram, we're not able to 
kind of redo these shows. So if you miss them after 24 hours, that's it. So yeah, lots of stuff. We've got a website now for the show, um, Apple Podcast App. Thanks, Al. Um, so we've got a website now, or the website's up with information on the show, so you can see who's going to be on the show this week, um, and then we'll make all the links um, available to you all afterwards. So without further ado, oh yeah, one more thing. I do this every time. There's a little question mark button down here. If you have questions for Ozzy during the show, please click that button. Um, that'll send me like a direct message um, outside of the comment feed, and then I can add him to the call. So Ozzy, I'm coming for you now, buddy. Um, I don't know if I s travel designer. There he is. So Ozzy, your way, dude. And I need to grease my chair. I don't know if, yeah, if you can hear this. Ozzy! How's it? What's up, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm sweet. I'm sweet. I thought uh, you were going to have a guest, guest with us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to my corner right now. <laughs> I'm just going to open my window. I've got a sweatshirt on and I'm oh. boiling hot already. So how's it going, dude? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm um, sweet. Sweet. It's good to see your face. <laughs> nice to see you too. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah, dude, it's an absolute pleasure, dude. I've, um, Alan and I have been chatting about having you on the show for a while. Um, like I said in the intro and like I've said to you before, we love what you do. It's um, very unique and I look forward to you sharing that with um, everyone tonight. Thank you. Thanks you, a lot. So I'm going to throw you a little curveball because I get this question asked all the time. How long have you been growing your beard? Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I really don't remember, but I, I went to Turkey. I'm Turkish. And yeah. I went back to my home country, I think four years ago, and made a list of like the places I've never been and did a three months like backpacking trip by myself solo and i uh, decided to not shave my beard and like three months later i look at the mirror and i said okay it looks really cool <laughs> and came back to cape town and with this beard and since then i mean i've got this like almost four years but yeah, yeah of course trimmed all the time and yeah looks good oh, it looks good <laughs> yeah it looks good yeah okay. it's um it's it's funny. We've got a common theme going on at the moment with uh, beards on the show. And, yeah, uh, I, I, exactly. I'm okay with that. I, I like that theme. <laughs> yeah. And so the reason I'm here tonight is my beard. Do you know? Do you, remember how we met, you and I? Yes, I do. I, I do. was in the queue at the Woolworths in Cape Town, and your wife <laughs> yeah. just turned around and said that. Hey, listen, we got an amazing beard product, and I want to just share with you what beard product do you actually use. This is how yeah. I actually start meeting you, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did you, did you meet my wife before I met you or after? Because I also remember running into you at Just Like Papa one time. Uh, I, I don't remember. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I think... I think I met her actually before I met you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And 
Woolworths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people get met at uh, at Woolworths. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was so funny. And and look, here we are. Here we are. So how? So obviously you're from Turkey. How how did you end up uh, from Turkey here in South Africa? So good question. I I have no idea actually. <laughs> but the long story short is, uh, yeah, I I grew up in I was born in Istanbul, but grew up in uh, east of Turkey, 150 kilometers far from the Iranian border, and because of my uh, the parents, uh, the work, we traveled the entire our life. Uh, since I was a child, I was just moving from place to place in Turkey with them. And that actually uh, probably helped me a lot to comfortably just end up going to another continent or another country. Mm. Continent. Yeah. Uh, like growing up in Turkey and studying there and spending some time some time there but it's just the the one day you just want to discover more and I actually want to discover the world more uh, personally that that's this is how I uh, ended up leaving Turkey with a very good uh, the friend of mine Fez and but the, the thing is uh, the I started uh, diving uh, when I was 18 years old, I ended up getting into diving industry and okay. working at dive centers and uh, cleaning the, you know, the boats, cleaning the tanks. Yeah. How That's I how you started. start. Yeah, I studied economics actually in Turkey, but never worked <laughs> in but ended up just getting into, jumping into the water. And after my first dive, I said, wait a minute, how can I actually be under the water every day and right. the guy I'm with he said that dude you need to become a diving instructor or dive master like me to be able to dive every day and I said okay uh, this is I think my uh, my direction and I just uh, became a diving instructor uh, mm. diving instructor in Turkey worked in Turkey Thailand Malaysia Indonesia Philippines area traveled and actually worked wow. uh, and sort of like the, had the best lifestyle for a while. I call it my previous life before I came to South Africa. Mm. And just to start questioning my life about, this is too comfortable, this is too perfect. And, uh, and at the same time, while I was questioning where this is gonna go, and I just got an offer from South Africa, in, from Johannesburg actually. Okay. Uh, in travel industry. And just, they were looking for a Turkish person. I just sort of just, okay, let me come and uh, give a try. And I ended up sort of moving from a Malaysian island to join this book. <laughs> and, I, so, and tell me about this island that you lived on. They, I mean, uh, my buddy Fez and I, we left Turkey and we just start following the season in Asia, like Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, Philippines. These areas are uh, the best dive sites in the world. Okay. In this life, I have the privilege to dive and work actually at the best dive sites in the world. And the, the last actually island I work 
uh, was Parenting Islands in Malaysia, but I also uh, the work in uh, Indonesia, Raja Ampat. And yeah, I just sort of came from that area to land to uh, Africa, from Asia to Africa. <laughs> wow. Um, and Ozzy, I see here from a buddy of mine, Neil, I know that he goes to Turkey quite often. So he says ah. here, I, I may mess up the word, uh, merhaba. Yeah, merhaba means hi in Turkish language. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> did, I, did I say that right? Did I say that yeah. right? It sounds right. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. So um, now you moved from Malaysia to Johannesburg. And then how long were you here in Johannesburg? Uh, the, the, the job offer to me the base, uh, was based in actually the, in Joburg. That's why I ended up going to Joburg. But right. the, the, the reality was Joburg is not the, to be honest, to, to able to understand the whole country, you can't actually get the whole country wide from Joburg. And my boss, Özlem, uh, hi Özlem, <laughs> she just said to me, Dude, listen, you can't really understand the whole country, you need to travel. She yeah. actually just uh, sort of motivated me and I, I was not really interested in about this job anyway because living on an island on the boats, having a yeah. lifestyle and coming to a office, it's, it doesn't really make any sense, I know. I just came here to just check the, the and the travel. And I'm sure you know Basbas. We all know Basbas, right? Basbas. Uh, yeah, Basbas. I don't. I don't. Okay. You need Bas -Bas to educate me on this. Basbas is the backpacker uh, transportation. Still going on, actually, but 12 okay. years I did a Bas Bas trip, like I, I booked an unlimited ticket from Joburg to Cape Town. And okay. I ended up just going all the way to uh, Toto Beach in Mozambique and by myself with the public transportation and came down all the way from Toto to Cape Town. And in three months uh, journey, I met amazing people on the way. And the, the, the location, when I actually got to Transkai, um, okay. Oh, beautiful area. Yeah, you have been, and too many people over there have been already. Yeah, uh, of course. Transkai, I just like, wait a minute, what is this? Uh, <laughs> amazing. I actually yeah. fell in love with the landscape. Uh, oh, it's so beautiful. When I was in Transkai, and I just like, okay, let me give it a try. And this is how I ended up saying yes to that job offer, which I really still don't know why I did that. And, and stuck in this country 12 years. Wow. Yeah. A good way. Okay. Yeah, I mean, 12 years is a long time. That's enough for you to obviously have some time to decide if you wanted to stay or go. And you've decided to stay, and now you're, you're in Cape Town. I can't go now, you know. What's that? <laughs> you can't leave now, is that what you said? I can't go anywhere now. That's why I'm stuck. <laughs> you're stuck. Stuck. So, so now you're, you're in Cape Town and you're the brainchild of Travel Designer. Um, and what's, what, what is Travel Designer and why, why does it look so good? Uh, Matt, I don't know, just tra Travel Designer is actually my personal travel style or passion or just the, uh, the I don't know, being, in, being Turkish, 
and hosting. And I'm coming from an interesting the uh, hospitable culture uh, from Turkey. Okay. I don't have been in Turkey. No, I haven't. Uh, just uh, so interesting, but hosting the neighbors and friends and the relatives. This is just the the, the a part of our culture. This is how okay. I grew up. And I think the hosting people was in my already gene and or okay. the skills uh, from my parents and from my relatives and from my friends and from my culture. And that's yeah. why getting into hospitality industry was actually really not a challenge for me. And I actually studied economics, as I said. I, yeah. I, and that's why uh, the travel designer is all about... Uh, meeting people actually and traveling for me the the right way is uh not only going to a destination and just uh you know go to the the highlights and just go to the most perfect places and just the scenic routes and best restaurants the best coffee shops and the hotels and stuff and but besides that there are people who makes the cities or the countries actual cities, you know, and yeah. uh, meeting people, exchanging the stories. This is all about travel designer. Travel designer, is, it's, it's not a, we are not a company. We are a bunch of actually the enthusiastic people, friends, uh, yeah. get together and just share our uh, enthusiasm about the life and the city and the, the, the locations around us with people. This is what we do, yeah. Um, yeah, because I noticed um, on your website, and I'm going to paraphrase as best as I can, but um, it's more uh, sort of your angle is not so much about going to the major locations like Table Mountain, um, all those sort of top things on uh, TripAdvisor, but it's about finding the pulse of the city and taking you to those places where they're unique, they're not on your normal maps, or places that people would recommend. Um, and that's what I've seen. That definitely comes across um, on your social media and on your website is that you guys really find the pulse of Cape Town. And it looks like you take people to some incredible unknown places. Um, yeah. Not better than me, actually. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Thanks for I try. Thanks for <laughs> This. <laughs> this will be on a podcast, so you can take that excerpt and you can type it out. No problem. I don't mind. <laughs> um, and and what do you um, what do you enjoy most about those trips? For you, like I know you go to some very beautiful places, um, and I know from your side, you obviously have to enjoy those at some point along the way. Do you enjoy that more for yourself? Or is it about seeing the smile on that person's face who from another country and they get to experience Cape Town for the first time? Which one, which, which one do you prefer most? It's uh, actually both. Um. It's actually sort of both. And we, 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 we don't offer anything we don't enjoy uh, mm. to anyone else. Yeah. And also, as you point, for me, satisfaction is, uh, as I said, travel designer is not running like a proper business mentality, to be honest. The satisfaction is not about just the, 
confirming the bookings, making money, and just like you know, getting things done and stuff. It's as you said, some of the stuff we actually offer. I or one of our team member always go and be there and okay. just to look at our guests' face when they arrive to a location we set up for them for a simple lunch or picnic. And when I see the the you know the word when I hear the word of uh, wow, then I just hear it and I just leave the location. I say, okay, we've done it. We are done. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. They're cool. And we can. They're fine. <laughs> Exactly. That, that's the, that, that satisfaction I cannot actually explain. You need to feel. And when I talk about it, I've got goosebumps right now. And the too many, the, the memory is coming in. And yeah, uh, that's definitely something I really love being personally there and just meeting people and just watch them and make sure that they are uh, they're getting it. And yeah. yeah. And with these trips, do you do you have certain ones that you're like, this is our trip where we do A, B, C, and D? Or do you sort of speak to the clients and they say, this is what I'd like to do, and then you create something for them? Or is it like a mix of kind of both? It's, yeah, it's actually mixed. Uh, the, the thing is, travel designer got two different departments. Uh, uh, three years ago... Uh, I don't know how, but our name just sort of uh, starts, uh, uh, you know, the talking, the, the people start to talk about our name and the brand and the things we do in, in Cape Town. But I'm talking about the international uh, the travel uh, industry. And we start receiving some inquiries uh, and the, the people ask us to just take care of their you know, the classic tours. we got a classic tour department, but the, our, the actual, you know, the passion and actual, uh, the, the thing about the travel designer is the creating the experience, as you just said, like from scratch for, for people. And mm -hmm. there are some, actually, the, the stuff we have done before, it's we create from scratch and we have done only once for a family with talking to them and asking personal questions about their lifestyle, uh, getting a lot of information about their kids and them and mm. the, some of the questions we ask, to be honest, to be able to create these experiences. Uh, sometimes, I'm not going to say irritate people, but they say that, well, what, why do you want to know that you are a travel agency? And actually just say, listen, we are not a travel agency. And to be able to go crazy when you are in Cape Town. We want to actually offer something you're going to love. And we want you to remember this trip entire your life and yeah. or confuse you or question your kids and when you get back. We just want to change something. Little or big, doesn't matter. And But we, we, we have done like some really interesting stuff uh, that people remember and like messaging us time to time. And uh, yeah, the sort of things we actually do, which we focus on, to be honest. <clears throat> and um, I know that you, you in the past have, um, I, I think you've told me this story that sometimes you'll find out what uh, sort of one of those people's uh, hobbies are or what they're interested in. And then you'll contact local Cape Tonians who are sort of the best in the field. Like, like if a kid loves surfing, you'll connect them with a professional surfer to take out uh, for a weekend or for like a, for a session. 
Um, what is is that? You kind of do a little bit of that all along the way. How did what what made you think of that? It's it's, it's genius. Uh, the thing is, you can't be everything, or uh, you can't you can't actually provide a professional level with the perfect. Uh, right. Because we we are in travel industry. What what we do is we just bring the the best people for this family for the three four five days of one week. Actually, they visit in Cape Town. Yeah, as you said, if they are into surf, we got a. I know. I'm, I'm probably you know Dale Staple, and he's actually mm. the pro surfer, very good friend of ours. We bring him in and. The, the the guest kids have a chance to hang out for full day with a surf champion of South Africa and yeah. with them. Or this is just the one example. And like if they if I know that the, the kids actually into chess, we find the chess champion of Western Province and they end up playing chess at company gardens, uh, the chess board and you know the big garden uh, over there. Or if the music is involved but this family's, uh, you know, the life a lot, and there are people playing instruments. Uh, the the ones we ended up crushing into freshly bronze rehearsals with a family, for instance, uh, Zolani allowed me to do that, and or the fly fishing, like from outdoor activity to cultural uh, experiences. We just try to find the artists, musicians, and the the poor, you know, the outdoor. Uh, the people and ask them, hey, would you come on board and just spend the day with them instead of, yeah. I'm not a surfer and I don't, I, I have surfers in my team, but we yeah. just want to do, uh, we want to actually create the memorable and the perfect actually day for the guests. That's why yeah. we get help from local legends and the yeah. idea behind that also, we don't have any equipment or anything. We actually try to support small businesses uh, the established in South Africa and Cape Town as well. Yeah. And you you mentioned legends, and is that yeah. sort of when you when you came across sort of those legends, is that what sort of um, kind of gave you the idea behind Cape Town legends itself, sort of the best of Cape Town in their different fields? It it, it is that def definitely yeah. C Cape Town legends is uh, pretty much uh, was born. From the from the same desire actually, uh, and I think it's as I said, my my this is all about my personal traveling actually habits. Like I always prefer to meet people while I travel wherever I go. Instead of if I was a tourist here in Cape Town, instead of going to Cape Point, probably I would end up going to a coffee shop in Cold Bay and just start talking about the neighborhood gossips with the coffee shop owners mm. and. Yeah. From this, actually, the, the lifestyle or traveling style, I actually start meeting people in Cape Town. The last 12 years, if you ask me, what do you do? I just meet three, four, five people in a day. If I can't meet one person, I can't really uh, sleep. That's why I'm struggling right now. I can't sleep at the moment. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm <yeah>. sorry. <laughs> I try to meet people online, yeah. yeah. And, anyway, Cape Here Town... Here we are. Also was born from this uh, thinking, yeah, and no. started meeting a lot of people and ended up, wow, we, we have amazing network in, in Cape Town at the moment. Why don't we start asking them if they want to meet people, if they are interested in uh, what they do? 
and mm. and ended up just uh, yeah launching a website called Cape Town Legends and uh, last November and yeah. yeah and one of the um looking through the Cape Town Legends site one of the most um appealing people to me is yeah. um is uh hold on what's his name um Conrad Hicks he's Yo. so for those for those um watching listening on the podcast please google uh Conrad Hicks you can go to the Cape Town okay. Legends page Definitely. so this guy is a metal worker it looks proper the work that he does and along with the work that he does it's the entire space that he works in that is just it's it's out of this world like how how did you find this guy uh man the, the people are out there and yes yeah. i don't know i don't have a specific formula to meet people but it's just you hear about the people i i heard about his place and him uh, actually a year before i met him and i don't know why it took me a year to just go and knock his yeah. door Uh, I'm a personality that I just don't mind to say hi and just knock the door. Hey, can I just ask you a question? And this is how I met all the Cape Town legends, actually. Yeah. Mm. Uh, have you been Conrad's uh, place uh, where he makes all this art? Nope. I want to. I want to. Okay. Cool. Next time, when you're in Cape Town, cool. just let uh, Cape Town yeah. legend <laughs> party uh, took place at his place in uh, yes. 20th of November. That was a that was a mind blowing party. We haven't actually launched a video yet. I hope that we can actually. Like, and and I, I I watched that. I watched the Cape Town Legends event online, and it was mesmerizing ah. to see. It like it just seemed like so much going on. People had headphones. I think there was. It seemed like there was different um, headphones or things you could tune into to hear different things and, and to hear what. the other things you were seeing there was just a lot going on there yeah th that was an interesting evening man there a lot of work we have done and a lot of people help us like visual artists inka and like the conrad actually shared his space with us and it was a mind blowing party disco. yeah the one of the thing we actually love is like we love partying <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't <laughs> any excuse to throw a party um and i saw you you mentioned dale staples earlier um i saw uh, a lot of footage that you were in namibia on a surf trip with him um i've i've been in namibia once i haven't experienced a namibia like that it looked incredible um how long were you guys there for uh man that was one of my actually biggest thing i'm not a surfer at no. all the first of all i just want to say but with Dale uh I when I met Dale and when I start actually just hanging out with him and meeting surfers of course uh the lifestyle of surfers always like attractive for everyone you know yeah and yeah he kept talking about this space in Namibia Donkey Bay and the like over 1 km or sometimes 2 km waves and and the entire from from all around the world the pro surface goes and just to catch the biggest wave in the world and i always uh, want to go and actually see it and the one day he just called me it was wednesday and he said 
dude, it's going to happen. And on Friday, we need to get there. Are you coming or not? And I'm a Turkish citizen. I need visa. And for Namibia, I ended up just getting my visa like less than, I don't know, in two hours, I've got the Namibian visa. And oh, wow. Play. And another morning, we just ended up Wellness Bay. And I ended up meeting the pro surfers from all around the world, just on the beach and yeah. watching them all day from 6 a.m. until like 5, 6 p.m. One of the most amazing, actually, the traveling experience entire my life I have ever had before. I would love to thank Dale to, to mm. you know, uh, have me with. And wow. ended up creating a little video and just share. Yeah, we are talking about that. It was, it was mm. awesome. Yeah. And, and that area seems to be quite remote. It's tough to get to. Um, like, what vehicles did you use to get there? Uh, we didn't have much time. That's why we couldn't go with our own vehicle from Cape Town. And we ended up okay. flying, renting a 4x4. And, okay. and without 4x4, you can't get there anyway. You yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and normally when you're in Cape Town, I've seen you've got a beautiful fleet of Land Rovers. You've got some really nice Defenders. Um, like, tell us a bit about those. What's your favorite one? Uh, yeah, the, when I launched my brand uh, five years ago, I launched the concept uh, like the urban safari in Cape Town. I, I, I okay. launched uh, the, the concept with the name of urban safari. And okay. I've got a huge crush on this, uh, you know, the Land Rover Defenders design, man, since what I was it's a beautiful. child. And ended up actually meeting uh, Anton and Louis from Auto Excellence uh, from Jordan okay. and these guys just help us out. And since day one, they help us to get the the right vehicles and just uh, you know the uh, get this maintenance. And whenever we need any help, they just uh, help us. And they actually uh, make me more into 4x4 and the Land Rover Defender life, to be honest. Yeah. And we ended up running our, actually, the, the tours or experiences, taking people in, even in the city or in uh, out, or out of Cape Town with Defenders. Yeah, we got a fleet of Defenders and the 4x4s. Mm. We, uh, we have decreased with these uh, with our guests. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, um, a couple of years ago, before I got my, my truck, um, I, w I wanted a Defender. Um, I've always loved a Defender. However, my budget um, wasn't great. Um, but every time I looked for a Defender, the ones that I always aspired to have always came from Auto Excellence. It was uh, something about them that seemed like the best place to buy. And, and since then, um, and in the conversations I've had with people um, in the past few years, they're like, the only place I get a Defender or Land Rover is Auto Excellence. And, you know, I follow them on Instagram. Their, fee their vehicles look immaculate. And, you know, that's where Alan bought his Discovery and seems to be like, if I was ready to buy a Defender, nowhere else I'd go. Not at all. Yeah, that's cool. And the, we, for us, the same. And the, after five years actually journey with them, they ended up uh, uh, having us as their brand ambassador in Cape Town. And Amazing. we became Auto Excellence brand ambassador. And even uh, we got a, a sponsorship from them and we got a, 
sponsorship the echo from them which is like the our relationship with them is just getting uh, the stronger and uh, their support is amazing i must say i want to say oh. hi to them yeah <laughs> i mean you do you do great work and you take people to beautiful locations so why not have a beautiful defender in that photo yeah i mean why, why not <laughs> <laughs> and i saw um on one of the on one of the defenders i don't know which one it was but there was a license plate that said uh say say uh s e y a h is that yeah. right what is what does that mean uh man Seya actually means uh, nomad in Turkish language. Who travels? Okay. But it's not only actually traveling. The the deeper meaning is just uh, not just traveling from A to B, just going and discovering the places, explore the places, meeting people, and just being a part of the culture. That that type of traveling. Uh, okay. Sort of a yeah nomad. And my my mom used to call me uh, Seya uh, and. Yeah, the one of our our limited edition bronze defender's name is Seya. Yeah, and we got the number plate Seya. Each each the okay. defender owners we we give names to our defenders. Okay. Yeah, we got some uh, yeah some cool names for our defenders. Yeah. And what's the other what's the other one? So you got Seya, and is that the one with like the fl the flat bed? Uh, we got that uh, sponsorship vehicle from uh, Auto Excellence, the Double Cap 130. Uh, that one is our support vehicle. That's why we okay. call it Scout. And okay. Scout goes first and just set up the, uh, you know, the lunch or the sunset drink or the picnic for the guests. And his okay. name is Scout. And we got a lady in our team uh his name is african because it's an african edition uh the black defender with the red ass. and he she's the only uh, in the team yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> i like that one her and, name is and did you say what is it her name is african yeah <laughs> african scouts with you to uh on your lesotho recce oh uh, yeah we in the beginning Jen, we got involved with an amazing actually the 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 recce uh, that Lesotho trip was a part of 25 days recce for uh, for one of our biggest actually uh, I'm going I don't want to say clients because uh, he's actually a friend now and but we we actually host uh, Matthew Robertson from uh, Momentum Adventure from UK here for 25 okay. uh, the recce trip in South Africa. And that was a part of uh, a journey from Joburg to starting from Kokstad, going to Lesotho, uh, coming down to uh, Transkei and going to Bavianskluf, Karu, Cedarburg and come to Cape Town. And yeah, that was a part of that recce trip. <laughs> and, and how how many days was that? That sounds like about like three weeks. Uh, it was something like that, like between twenty twenty five days, and we ended okay. up just spending some like few days in Cape Town and uh, fly to safari as well. It was a twenty five days, yeah, the twenty days uh, road trip and twenty five days recce trip for for him. And wow. yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a photo. Um, uh, I didn't pull it up on my computer beforehand, so I can't show it to you. Um, 
but there's a photo that I want to ask you to tell me the story behind. But it, yes, there's a, it looks like you're, someone's walking down a hill. They had just been fishing and there's this stick or a spear with this massive fish hanging yeah. behind his back. What's yeah. going on there? I, I was just like gobsmacked. I was like, that's a moment. Not just a photo, but where he went to catch the fish. That where was he going with it? What did it look like when you cooked it? Wild child Africa. It's the, okay. a friend of mine. His name is Matthew. Matthew Bonza. Okay. And okay. he lived in Transkei. He grew up there. And he, uh, okay. he actually lived there and he ran an interesting, uh, I don't want to say business because he just lived it. He, he just like love what he does. And, but he, he's yeah. the guy for us. He's our fixer and he's our guy in Transkei area. And we, every single areas for this 25 days road trip, we actually uh, got into the trip to experts who knows the area the best. And okay. it was Matthew. And he took us to an interesting age and the fish for fishing experience. And uh, we couldn't catch a big enough fish and he jumped to the water. And <laughs> in five minutes, he caught this huge fish and we were just actually walking down from the from the mountain back to the camp and I had my phone and I filmed him with my iPhone uh, walking from uh, um, you know the fishing and it's just a yeah, wild child he's a wild child and that's why it's, it sounds like it that's a very child. fitting name so I'm assuming he he went in and used like a Hawaiian sling uh, I'm assuming like a spear I'm assuming how he caught the fish was like using a Hawaiian sling. So it's like a spear. So it's yeah, kind of like a rubber band. He, he did that, but we, we were actually fishing there. And, yeah. But the, 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 the spot he took us called Boiling pot, uh, Pots. And it okay. was a hectic environment. And we couldn't catch fish. And he just said, okay, guys, you are useless <laughs> for us tonight. And he jumped. And... <laughs> I actually remember my old days from my diving, uh, you know, yeah. and I just jumped after him. And <laughs> it was because of the, 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 the size of the rest, impossible to get back. And we had to actually swim around. Around, okay. That was a challenging swim for me. Not for him, but it was for me. And yeah, it, it was mind-blowing experience uh, with Matthew and over wow. the I think I, I think you must have posted that on Instagram stories because I think I remember seeing the moment uh, I think I remember seeing where you guys were fishing and it looked like the waves were pushing up onto rocks it did look quite gnarly um, and it's, I could see that there's no way up there jump to the water not not for him but for me and I did that uh, I did that move unfortunately yeah it was a wild uh, the corner to catch fish yeah <laughs> I mean Sometimes you're, you're in the moment and there's no other option, but the heck with it. I'm, I'm jumping. Mine as well. And then, and yeah, a question from Cape Town Legends. And then where did he cook it? Where, did, where was the fish cooked? Uh, the, all on the fire, always, you know. No. And yeah, I mean, just the, we, we were actually staying nearby the... the the, the, there was a camp they are running and we were staying nearby where the, we caught the fish and we cook uh, the fish on the fire. Yeah. Okay. 
That's the way to do it. And Ozzy, so Ozzy, we've got 14 minutes left. If anyone watching has questions for Ozzy, now's the time to get them in. Okay. Um, so Ozzy, of all your trips that you've, that you've hosted for people um, and your personal trips as well, like what's been the one that stood out to you the most along the way? Oh, okay. Uh, like pers personally or for the guests or any? Or any. any what's, yeah, or both. Maybe give me one of both. Okay. I, I just want to say a few, few locations, if you don't mind, quickly. And I mean, because of being actually a diving instructor in my previous life, for me, there is a specific location. It's so important. It's, for me, it's mind-blowing. It's the official best dive size in the world, highest coral and the fish population in the world uh, in Indonesia, Raja Ampat, a friend of mine, uh, Tunch, uh, a Turkish friend of mine, opened a dive resort there. And I had a privilege to actually go and work at the construction and just uh, hang out with the locals and just live on the island, uh, just the one mile far from the best dive sites in the world and, and dive every single day there. That trip was for me, the one of the best trip. And it was actually after my motorbike accident. Sorry, let's just get into that maybe quickly. I had a motorbike accident four or five years ago. And okay. it was a part of my rehabilitation session. And I just decided to go to Raja Ampat and to Ireland and just to heal uh, mentally, to be yeah. honest. Ended up just uh, uh, helping my friend to build a resort on, uh, on an island in Raja Ampat. That trip was... Uh, so so uh, inspirational and so eye-opening trip for me and uh, because of uh, engaging and just like, meeting a lot of local people over there yeah, yeah. Um. and the 25 days trip <coughs> 25 days trip was with uh, Justin Bonello I'm sure you know Justin Bonello yes yeah, yeah. And he actually come on board for our crew and see the bird parts Kuru is okay. his personal favorite spot in the in the world. And oh. Justin Bonello took us to some spot in Cedarburg, a little bit further than uh, our actually the motorbike trip we did together. We joined your motorbike trip yeah. uh, the, in November, and we head for the hills. Head again. for the hills. Exactly. Head for the hills. <laughs> and Justin actually took us to a private actually spot with four by four. It's only accessible by four by four and he got sort of an exclusive access to this place we slept under millions of stars and he cooked oh. for us and just sleeping by the fire uh and having uh, the justin's uh, food and having conversation and sleeping under million stars was like a yeah mind-blowing experience for me these two just come in my mind quick yeah wow yeah, that's um, the area of Cedarburg. Uh, I've only explored once. Um, I've been through the crew once as well, just kind of going through. I didn't have much time to stay, but that is an area that it seems to be very special. And it's just so massive. And there's so many areas to, um, to go explore out there. Like, I, I don't think there's like places on a map you can, yeah, I want to go there. It's more of just, Cool, there's a dirt road. Let's go check it out. Definitely. For bikers, for 4x4 enthusiastic people and or like 
Yeah, for, for anyone, it's Cedarburg is special, definitely. I agree um, with you. And um, when you're not busy, do you, and when you're not locked down, do you, do you get out and go camping? Because I see here someone asked, what's your favorite place to camp out at? Okay, the, I, I should be honest, probably last few years because of uh, being busy with life and work and stuff, I didn't have a chance to camp much. And the, my last trip was the, the include camping was actually this recce trip. But okay. uh, I, I've got, and also I, I've got an interesting spot where I am at the moment, actually at Cat Point. And I, I've got a little mountain cottage uh, nearby Cat Point. Oh, that's, that's the cottage. Say again? Is that the cottage in the video? The cottage, yeah. I okay. spent most of my actually weekends and from now onwards, most, most of my days here. That's why I've got like a personal attachment or the emotional attachment with this space and I can't really go anywhere. Every single, you know, the, the weekend we end up coming here, cooking and chilling and doing nothing. That's sort of a camping yeah. uh, roof, but uh, I can actually go and sleep top of my roof rack, uh, uh, the roof, rooftop tent as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I, I do, yeah. I just stay at my cottage. That's <laughs> really, I can't go camping quite often last few years. Yeah. I yeah. 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 And um, for those, for, for people who go to Cape Town, what is one of the, lesser known places that you would recommend people to go see while they're in Cape Town? Somewhere not on the top 10 list. What is, what's somewhere that you recommend people to go see? Uh, or to go enjoy, maybe not see something. Sure, like the, the not, the, not a busy place you're just talking about, like a special place not so many people know. Oh. Uh, Man, to, to be honest, I, I really love West Coast. And I think people who travel and come to Cape Town, they really need to give one or two days the chance to West Coast and just go and actually travel there. And also, Algin or Algin, uh, that area is my personal favorite, to be honest. And yeah, the, the, the Cape Peninsula, of course, like, but uh, Cape Point is a very busy, you know, touristic attraction. A lot of people goes there and stuff. But besides Cape Point, the park, the, the surrounding area, Scarborough, Komiki, and the, the Cape Peninsula mm. got a lot of hidden gems and which not oh. so many people knows. And because of actually sort of living in at the cottage right now in Cape Point area, I had a chance to discover these spots. And this part of Cape Town is really special, definitely. Mm. I've got a friend that lives near Scarborough. I, I think they live in Scarborough. But yeah. I spent three or four days there last year. And I didn't feel like I was in Cape Town. It um, didn't feel like a tourist area. It, it felt like a neighborhood. It felt like it actually felt like old beach vibes from where I lived in North Carolina. It was just a neighborhood exactly. vibe, no walls, just very easygoing. And that was an area that I really loved. Um, it was very special area. Yeah. So, so, yeah. And I mean, that's, I mean, and that's the beauty of Cape Town 
is that there are so many places to go and explore within 45 minute drive of the CBD. Um, you can see some pretty amazing things. I'm jealous. Cape Town is one of the most beautiful cities, for sure. We cannot argue with that. That's the, that's Agreed. the, I stuck here, to be honest. End of yeah. that on Spaz Bass trip, I ended up actually Cape Town, and first time in my life, I still remember the first evening, or like before the, it gets dark, the, I'm getting into the city, I just like, wait a minute, what is this? Like, I can live yeah. here. And yeah. that's, yeah, definitely, that I still remember the first night I arrived to Cape Town and ended up just living here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, before moving to South Africa, I lived in San Diego for a year. And I, I lived right near the beach. And San Diego and Cape Town, to me, have a very um, close similarity. And that's, I think, why I love Cape Town so much is because it reminds me so much of San Diego um there's mountains there's a coast it's a beach vibe it's a it's a very it's a great spot question um, for you when are you moving to cape town <laughs> I don't know. mona and i always have this conversation every time one of us goes to cape town um i i yeah, I, 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 I deeply love that place <laughs> i love that place because of the easy access to the outdoors you know here in johannesburg um, you know, for me to go rock climbing, I can be on on a cliff within 30, 45 minutes, which isn't bad. But, um, you know, on a weekend, it's it's tough to get out of town. Um, but in Cape Town, 10 minutes, you're on Table Mountain, exactly. heads up that hike. So. That's why we so. love Cape <laughs> So to answer your question, I don't know when we're moving to Cape Town. Um, it's, we we talk about it a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hopefully soon. We'll see. Ozzy, sure, um, that's all for tonight. Um, we've got to cut it off in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> dude, it was, it was really, really great to see you. Um, nice to chat with you. Everyone watching the show, thank you for watching. Um, we have the rest of the week. We've got Wednesday night. We have Niels Peter Jensen from Helmets for India. On Friday night, we've got Andy Lunn on the show. And he's also going to do a live performance for us. So for those of you in Cape Town, you know Ozzy, you know the House Machines, um, you know Andy Lund. So he's going to do a little set for us to kind of switch yeah. things up and have you enjoy a Friday night. So Ozzy, all the best, my friend. Yes, thanks for having me. And it Keep was in awesome touch. to be here and just talk about our uh, you know, the memories. Thank you. Thanks for having cool. me. I look forward to, I look forward to giving you a hug soon. Sure. Next time I see you. <laughs> cool. Okay. Cheers.